It's tabletop time. And I'm Dave, and I'm playing, and I'm playing a Barrowin by the name of Delvin. I really like the way we're introing now. It's really helpful <laughs> to people. I'm Jazza, and I'll be your narrator. And I am Rob, and I am playing Brick, a Phelan called Bodyguard. And this video sponsor is World, World Anvil. Anvil. Honestly, guys, it's such an honor to be sponsored by World Anvil, not only because it's a huge support to the channel, but also because there's a huge support to our gameplay. Honestly, we live and die by World Anvil and yeah. we get to show it off to you guys, which is absolutely amazing. Starting off with the great deal that they have for you guys, go to worldanvil.com slash Ironspire. You can get 40% off of all of their year-long subscriptions. That's their greatest level of discount. So if you're building a world and want to dive deep into sharing uh, and writing your worlds, World Anvil is the place for you. And you can check out our world by going to istabletoptime.com slash sunder. And you can check it all out in detail. Everything that we made public. There's some secret stuff that we haven't made public yet. But there's I, a lot that's public. I'm quite fond of finding some of those little things that maybe... Uh, Easter eggs, like in the timeline, like if you what, dig oh, through weird. the timelines feature and you find out about the Thanissian secret weapons that have been <laughs> developed in Thanissia <laughs> to destroy basically any attempt on their country. Uh, it's very interesting. <laughs> There's a lot of little tidbits in that that are just are fun to troll through and sort of see the world that was like leading up to what we're role playing in, which is they really are. cool. One of my favourite features is just the fact that the character sheet is online and it can be made to whatever roleplay system that you have. So we are using Cogent, which is super handy. I am not a huge fan of pen and paper. I find I draw all over my page. So yes. having it online is great. And the fact that I can just change it on the fly. So destiny points, if I use one, I can quickly just change it. And then next time it's just fresh and ready to go. And after hand it to you, Jen, your journaling is amazing. <laughs> oh, I like that name. This is the last session, Oddities mm, and Ozbet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jen's journaling is one of the saving graces of not minor writing. Every now and then I need to go back and be like, I wonder what happened to that. And look at this. Oh, amazing. Well done, Jen. Mm, That's works. so cool. Do you have a favourite feature, Rob? I really like the fact that they've implemented an accessibility like menu. So like, if you're having trouble reading it, I mean, it's obviously it's got like a... a dark theme which is amazing love dark theme but you can also like change contrast font sizes text spacing even like like different fonts for dyslexia it's crazy it's awesome. that's so cool i love it mm. i love the visual stuff these are our portraits so far i i uh neglected to show in any of our streams so far the mikey portrait which we had just lying about there but on my back end in my sts or stories tell the screen i can click this button and that shares it with our players content yeah. shared so that appears on everyone's playing and and this screen the storyteller screen is so good <laughs> like i have this whole notes library i won't click on because there's too many secrets in there my whole magic system is in there for me to reference um and it's my version of journaling but much more from a broad story bit perspective um it's just really really cool and then mm. also all the notes and stuff again most of which i can't show you because i use them so heavily and it's you know there's too many spoilers but it's amazing thank you world amble uh worldamble.com slash ironspire guys go check it out let's do a recap shall we um I guess let's go character by character. Shall we start off by with Brick this time? It was a pretty uneventful episode. We spent most of it in a carriage. That's slightly true, except that the evolution of the party has probably transformed most <laughs> in the in this carriage ride than any other time. That is true. We picked up this weird man named Osbert who seems to be obsessed with birds in the outdoors. <laughs> I do not know what is wrong with him. But we will find a way to fix it. Uh, 
Yes, yeah, something tells us that Osbert, he's not all he seems. He has the ability to not feel pain or to, to shift it in a way that we just haven't, we've never seen before. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, and so we're discussing on what we should do with Osbert. We don't know if he should join some others or we just keep him with us. But he's a little hard to, to keep in line, unfortunately. So, But... um. We also enter um, the town of Crag- Cragmouth. Crag- Cragmouth. I can never say the town names. I'm terrible with, That's right. with Cragmouth. Words. Yeah. And then you can continue, Delvin. Uh, if you remember. I'm ready to meet Catalina's mum for a meeting. And uh, I tried to teach the kid uh, that he doesn't have to steal all the time. Uh, I, I had a... I had a beer. <laughs> and uh, so immersive. Do you not? Except they don't have aluminium, can- aluminium cans. I uh, anyway. <coughs> making noise. Made of? I th- I think my companion summed it up pretty well, but uh, well, that this... man's definitely magic. I wrenched me bloody magic bone, whatever mm. you call it, while I was <laughs> trying to find that out, and now I really just want a good meal. And I walked him around the town for a bit, and what? Where where we picked up last time? It's midnight, well, and I'm well, about to go to bed. <coughs> um, Catalina also met with a woman called Satra, yeah. um, who said that she was uh, with Melba, and she tells me of the children of Ahmad and the mother, um, who are a collective of people with magic abilities, um, who wish to see the King of Flames fall. So they very similar in agenda to what we're we're looking to do as well. And she told me to meet with High Daughter Sienna when we go to. Butwell Keep. Or uh, after Butwell Keep. After Butwell Keep, sorry. So I think the idea was, from that conversation, uh, that you would tell her where you want to meet with high daughter Sienna. Yes. um, By note or in person, because she said she'll be down there in the morning. Yeah, beautiful. Cool. I think that pretty much sums it all up. And where we left off, basically everyone was sorting themselves out for the evening. Um, uh, Mikey and Pemble... Uh, and Delvin, sort of taking shifts, sharing, looking after the wandering uh, Osbert. Um, and eventually, by about midnight, he actually settles off to bed. He seems really content with having just followed every single impulse to just sort of... And sometimes he'd sit still for, like, two hours, and sometimes, like, it's hard to keep track of him or follow him around. Um, Mikey disappeared for a couple of hours... Like after that, he he seemed to want to explore the town and jump on the rooftops and whatnot. Um, uh, but he's he'll be there in the morning. But uh, Brick, on the other hand, is actually in the middle of the street. Uh, not just any street, but um, the street back in in Felbrook. <coughs> Oddly enough, pardon pre or post burn, pre burn, pre burn. Preburn, Fellbrook, not Felton. My bad. Yeah, so Fellbrook, the second town you're at. Yep. <clears throat> uh, roll a perception check. Do I have a challenge level? Nope. Four. Four. Um, you notice a sense of uh, gentle curiosity and subtle commotion heading, being pulled in a certain direction, and, and you... Uh, your attention goes there, and around the corner, you actually see a Phelan cool warrior um, starting a carter. 
starting one of his warlike dances. And you notice very quickly that this is yourself that you're looking at. Um, let's roll Destiny roll for how aware you are of the dreamlike state you're in in the dream. 18. Okay. Not only are you aware that you're in a dream, but you remember your last dream. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it comes rushing back. comes back to me because yeah. I'd forgotten it yep. mostly last time. Yep. And, uh, and you are standing watching yourself start the carter with Medela watching by on the side uh, and a few people shifting their attention. And you notice it's not what you wish it was. You see your rustiness. Mm-hmm. You see a lack of grace and sharpness. And you see an intense look of disapproval on Medela's face as she watches you. Mm-hmm. And you feel a touch on your hand and Medela... Another Medela, but one more present with you is by mm-hmm. your side. I don't suppose there's a need to apologize, really, but I can't help but feel ashamed for how I felt in that moment. I felt a sense of shame for you doing, I suppose, not a good enough job immediately, but when I look back and when I come back to this place... I treasure that you did it amongst strangers. You brought a piece of home back to me. That takes strength. What do you see? Poor foot placement. You were trained to only see where your function was worthy or not very harsh I was trained for that too you see but not long after this we experienced something different didn't we I wonder why it is this place I have come back to I believe this place was a turning point for us one might say how so we began to speak slightly from our world and culture. True. And though the tension and ferocity of the world ahead of us would continue to escalate and challenge us, I almost feel like there was a beauty that unlocked that I'd never seen before in the world. And in you. When I watched you on the street, you were a machine that was not up to scratch. And I see my face, she says, and her voice quivers as she looks across. And there's this Medela shaking her head as Brick is working harder uh, ahead of you. Sweat building, and he's sharpening, he's getting there. He's trying really hard. But you were always a person and I never saw it. I was taught not to see it. And I fear you have been too. You're more. And she's turned. She's facing you. You're more than a machine. And I miss you. And she hugs you. I miss you too, little one. 
and you slowly wake and come back to reality. Tell us, Catalina and Delvin, what is the state that you are in this morning and what time do you rise? <clears throat> uh, we have a couple of rolls to make, yeah. too, by the way. Mm. Yeah, I guess it depends on how I slept. Well, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty comfortable place. You rolled pretty well to find this place. So uh, you get to make your roll. Now, this is a tricky one because you actually injured yourself. And I uh, think re- mechanically, because you have minus one to all dice... And it's almost like a minus one to your mana. So it's like, aside from an empty mana pool. <sighs> You're cool, champ. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. It's, it's, all, it's all in development. It's a bit like, I'll tell you what, I'm going to D20. Above 10, you got a two. Oof. All right. So your roll is basically a healing roll. It's a recovery roll. It's not a, a, a refilling roll. So roll your D1. And if you succeed, which you do, you awake with like this these chills, that sense of vulnerability has dissipated, but you still feel empty inside. You still feel like this this need, this this magic that you wish you had is no longer there. And I'm assuming I'm healed my level one yes, injuries. You're no longer injured, mm-hmm. but uh you you're not replenished. So uh, I'm gonna roll for Osbit, mm-hmm. who is fully replenished. Right. Well we did give him a nice <laughs> war. You did, he's, he's <laughs> Very thoroughly been walked around. Jen, do you want to... Uh, well, actually, what yeah. do you want to do? Because yours is a very specific are we all, mechanism as well. Are we all in the same? I'm going to say you have different rooms. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy to play. Okay. All right. Take us through it. What, is, what do you play to? I am going to play... Catalina's going to play... The Benny Hill theme. No. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know that one. Um... Something that has sparks a lot of vengeance. She mm-hmm. knows she's going to see her mother and she's hoping that this interaction will lead to Ainsley's fall, essentially. Mm-hmm. And she's pretty pissed off that this is all happening and especially out of her control. Like, she has to go to her mother, of all people, to go fix things. Like, that's not okay. But at the same time, she's just driven by this to, to make things right. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's roll for it. What was your mana pool at, by the way? Two. Okay. So, so you just you yeah yeah roll three. Okay. Um, and you're really looking for one, and yeah, you got it. Your heart fills with the satiated feelings of like the vengeance that will come, as you, almost like this music is giving you that drive and and uh, you know feeling that need. And uh, the bustling downstairs starts to pick up. It's a much more early rising place, this inn, as, um, uh, you know, it's a fairly militaristic and very industrious town. So a lot of people are sort of getting to to work or starting early and and rising. So it's it's pretty bustling by the time anyone heads down for breakfast. Mm -hmm. Um, So Osbit is being guided out by... um, uh, Pemble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just remembering all, all the characters' names. Sure, sure. Um, and Mikey isn't there yet. Well, he's always not in the hall or in, you know, in the rooms as you guys are starting to head down. Okay. Um, and you hear the bustling downstairs. You head down and get some breakfast. Mm-hmm. What are you having? Says the <sighs> tavern keeper. <clears throat> Just some of your finest fruit, vegetables, bread, whatever, really. No worries. And um, yourself? 
Morning, Cat. Morning, Brick. Morning. Well, whatever I pulled last night uh, is unpulled pulled now, and I'm all better. And I look at the bar cape. Not what it sounded like, sir. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, your business is your business. You know, yes. I'll never get in the way of a pretty young man and lady. Oh. Just order, please. Oh, uh, I'll have the house special. You've got it. All right. He walks away. And for Brick, my my <coughs> man over here, have you got any uh, <clears throat> salted meat in the larder? Uh, yeah, we have some. We have some hams that have been freshly, you know. Ideally, the older stuff, rougher and m- more. What whatever's the driest, saltiest stuff you've got. I'm not sure we keep it particularly over-salted or dry, but uh, I'll does, see what I can find. Does that suit you, Brick? Uh, I would like to do some training, so anything that is good for growth and strength. Oh, well, would you like my recommendation, then? Okay. A soldier's breakfast it is. And he walks off. Double it. <clears throat> he looks back and looks up and down and he says... Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and 10 minutes later, you're all sitting at a table. Well, maybe, maybe not 10. 20 minutes later after it all cooks up. Um, large sausages, eggs and bacon, and a big hunk of like a full leg of ham that has been salted Ooh, and cured and dried. Mm. Um, but lots of very hearty, fatty, protein-heavy mm-hmm. foods right in front of you. Um, Dalvin? basically the lot of whatever it is that you wanted and of the highest quality that they have. A nice good mix and then a much more sort of fruitful breakfast for you, Catalina. I'm going to pay for mine and Catalina's. Okay. <laughs> but just not make a deal out of it. Yeah, just yeah. pay for buying and cats and, cool. and then leave that to stew and see what happens. Now, uh, it would be uh, a time that you might be worried that Osbert would wander off if, if it weren't if you weren't so curious about the different things on all of your plates. So he's gently sort of picking it like one thing at a time from each of your plates. As oh, gross. at first, like at first, um, Pemble's trying to like rein him in a little bit, mm. um, but it's keeping him here. So well, that, he that, looks pretty exhausted from having reined him all, in all night. Yeah. Like, I think I'd be pretty happy to share with him. Yeah, I, I let him take whatever yeah. he wants. How's Delvin go with that? I I'm gonna. Slap his hand away every time. <laughs> like he's not. And he's he's food. never offended. That you learn yeah. this quickly about Osbert. He's like surprised, and then it's almost like woo. You, like, you, <laughs> you all see Delvin move almost with a deftness you've never seen before, as this protective <laughs> instinct of his food is just like she like flicks like this hover hands like like you know when mothers become like helicopter parenting and they get like super fast in parents I should say yeah. uh, get like super fast defensive reflexes. Yeah, that but for food. Cool. I just wrote a Destiny roll of four for something completely irrelevant, but will be relevant one day maybe. Um, cool. So you're all enjoying a lovely hearty breakfast. You'll notice the bustles in the room sort of pick up and people sort of come in and out drifting towards their workplaces, but it seems a very work-oriented place. Um, you know, Mikey drifts in at some point. He's got an apple um, that he bites. He's got a bit of soot on his face. He looks like he's been around for a couple of hours. Um, and he looks really proud of himself, and he sort of sits down. Uh, everyone roll a perception check. I almost just rolled a d20. Oh. Wow. Wow. Uh, to get dice out now. Perception. Wow. 
I'm going to say this one's challenge level three. Well, do not pass. I'm going to pass, so it's fine. You didn't do pass. not pass. Damn it! You should have kept that one, even though it was outside the box. <laughs> I tried to do the the, the whole secret, the like visualize success thing. It didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Brick is the only one who notices because uh, Mikey sits down next to him, a uh, slightly heavy pocket that makes a jingly sound as he sort of sits down, and you get the sense, Brick, why he's proud of himself. He seems pretty chuffed. Are you causing trouble again? I don't know what you're talking about. I never cause trouble. He winks. And he's like maintaining eye contact while eating an apple. I'm going to pointedly look from Mikey to Dalvin. Back to Mikey. So do you, um, you kill all these animals yourself? or Because there's like half a farm on that plate. He's changing the subject. <laughs> and I Delvin doesn't so. catch your eyesight at all because he's too busy slapping Swatting. off Osbert's hand <laughs> and trying to enjoy his meal. So uh, what's the plan for today then? Uh, I know we're head- heading off to Bartwell Keep, or is that something uh, we're dividing over? I'm not sure, as far as it being your business and all. No, I think um, I think that's pretty clear, but do we wish for our friends to go... I think today I'll might see. be the day that we part ways, Pamble. Doesn't surprise me. If impressions are important at all, he sort of, his eyes widen slightly as he's like reins in Osbert's hand and Mikey's just like sort of face like chewing on the apple. And that means the two of you. I'll keep an eye on him. So we're square on the plan, right? you want us to head out from here not wait for you till you come back I don't think we've got time if you gotta put roots down and find out who the hell's got tabs on my mum well we've only got five days left it's gonna take you most of that just to get to the barrows I understand so who's going with who because I can't take this one if you want me to be in any way efficient he says nodding at us but I think maybe that's where we need him dumped off. In fact, if I write you a letter, well, my dad would have a field day, but um, we could dump him on my family. That'll add a foil to whoever's watching them. I may have a solution to our problem. Yes? Well... I don't believe we talked about what happened last (laughs) night. No, you haven't said anything. Cool. Um, Well... I, uh, you remember the meeting I had with Melba a while ago, right? I look around to spot if anyone could be eavesdropping on us. I'm going to destiny roll this one. Mm. Okay, you're going to have to roll a perception check. Well, I mean... Challenge level four. Basic information... We're not in a private place. Mm. Yeah. I get four. Five. Four. 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 You do notice that there is a more senior looking grey guard that Uh seems to have shifted his position to be catching your conversations. Because you, you, as a group, still stand out quite a lot. Hmm. Um, So it seems like someone is sort of trying to take advantage of that. Do you point it out to me? 
I just say as a conversation for a more private environment, given that it pertains to our dear mothers and our wedding arrangements. Of and I give you a very subtle wink of as course. I say it. Being a, a diplomat, you know, I travel all over the place. I say that very loudly. Hmm. Anyway, um, there is a certain individual. Um, and we'll talk about that individual somewhere else. Hmm. <clears throat> kind of a bit pressing well we can all right let's finish our breakfast we'll just go somewhere private come on it's not that hard you tell me now or you tell me in 10 minutes she in the in the inn uh satra uh yes i'm gonna say you know moments before this conversation started you sort of see her drifting and that may have been what prompted you to bring up this potential Mm -hmm. solution and she's sort of sitting in the corner of the room getting herself a, a tidy little breakfast okay cool cool I just want to keep tabs on her, obviously, if she's going to leave, mm-hmm. then I want to say something, but I'll cool. leave it for now. Yeah. So you in- I just stopped my conversation. Is your intent that I have a personal conversation with this person you met with? Uh, I believe we should make our intentions know when we wish to speak to this individual. Well, look, I know I know, I shouldn't see the lovely bride before the, the night and all, but as soon as we've had what? some brekkie, why don't you come up to my room and I'll, we'll have a, a private chat. I kick her under the table. <laughs> like, it's so obvious that I'm just saying shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, good. That's right, sure. honey. Darling, sweetheart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Apple of my eye. Every time. You notice uh, the grey guards sort of get up and, and walk out surreptitiously. <laughs> all right. Wait. And then we finish our meal mm-hmm. and I lead them all up to my room. Yep. And then talk when you say them all up, mm-hmm. except for Brick. Oh. So, Brick, are you babysitting? I was going to go outside and basically you know, like, get yeah. training. Do not get into any trouble. Oh. I will be back shortly. Would you perhaps like to check on the carriage? It should be going in for repairs. I'm happy to do this as well. Thank you. Yeah, cool. All right. So, so Brick heads out to do a carter. Uh, do either of you get the attention of Satra? Is that the intention or you're having a conversation sure. yourself no i'm yeah uh, you can, no i think we should have a private chat are you kidding okay. <laughs> sure okay upstairs cool we head into our room mm-hmm. all right cat what do you want to talk about all right well um forgive me my mind's been elsewhere the lady downstairs um she spoke to me yesterday uh she said that she was with melba you know Right. Mm. She claims that they're collective. You, you remember how it, it was all really mixed messaging? I, I couldn't tell if she was with the King of Flames or if they had their own agenda. Right. Well, she tells me that the children of Ahmad, which... Ahmad. Ahmad, it's a rolled, sorry. It's a rolled R, A-M-A apostrophe A-R, just so you know. Amar. Sorry. There's just like random okay. like spelling for all this stuff out there that I might as well put that in there. But anyway. Have I heard of them? Um, make your trader check. I'm going to say for this one's challenge level five. Yeah, I was going to guess it was going to be really high. Uh, no, no, you have not. Well, they are a collective of people with the same abilities as you and I, and they claim they want to see the King of Flames fall. Just like us. Right. 
Well, interesting. That's it. Have you told him about Melba? Sort of. They, you inter, in, I, yes, suggested. yes, because I, when we had that mm. massive conversation, I didn't go into too massive yeah. detail, but yeah. You pretty much did say I tell them everything, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, interesting. That's not a very good lie. So it makes me think it's probably true. Because if you're going to bullshit... It's probably best well. not to bullshit with something that might get you killed. And you, you get the clear idea, because obviously the messaging is they've infiltrated the king's mm. processes and they're recruiting for the king and surreptitiously, mm. more importantly for themselves, against the king. Well, she also offered me this information. She told me that Ainsley has the ability to mentally sharpen and diminish the mind, which we both know that that was already possible. But apparently he has the ability to move things as well. I knew as soon as I saw Ainsley in the flesh that he was that little girl that could lift rocks. (laughs) Uh, Sure, whatever you wish to believe, I guess. Anyway, there is another, a high daughter... Um, who wishes to speak to me? To you. Mm. And we're not involved then, Mr. Brick and I. Well, perhaps they don't know who you are. For the best then. Mm. And you're suggesting I give my new friend, Oddball, over to them for safekeeping? Well, potentially. They also might be able to help us. How so? Well, I don't know a whole lot, to be honest, but we're banking a lot on my mother. If we have someone else that we can trust, that wouldn't be such a bad thing. We got three things to deal with, but... Mm. It... couldn't. So what's the bargain? We trade the old man to him for... But are they collecting people? What's... Well... What are you thinking? They don't seem malicious in their intent. (laughs) Unless you're the King of Flames. Well, but that's different. I don't know. I feel like I'm at a loss here. Either way, I'm pushed up against a wall... And well, I don't know. Would you have a speak with her, this lady? Yeah. All right. Let's see what she has to say. Do you want to go fetch her? Oh, you want me to bring her up? Yeah. I guess okay. she is your uh, fuck one of your bridesmaids or something, friend of the family. <laughs> go downstairs. <laughs> okay. Go get Satra. <clears throat> she uh, seems to be sort of finishing up and about to to head out when she catches Mm. your eye. Um, Good morning, Catalina. Morning. Um, I trust you slept well. Yes, yes, it was was pleasant. Um, I hope you did too. Of course. Um, If you don't mind, um, my associate and I, we'd like to speak with you again, if if you don't mind. Of course. I lead her up. She follows you along with you. Great. And this is your associate, I trust. Mm. Hello. And she holds out her hand. I am Satra. 
of the children of Amar. She, she says that in a quieter tone. I shake her hand. And you are? An interested party. You need say no more. What in, may I ask? What are you planning on doing with all these magic folk you're collecting? Several things. The most important to learn, as Catalina would know, there are many resources back in Phoenicia, uh, a, a library in particular where studies are held. I'm aware of some studies that have taken place, but we do not know everything about this magic and anything we can garner is important about how it's gained, learned, and shared. So um, that is where we ask people to join our cause to fight against the ignorance and the power-mongering of those at the top. Well, I happen to know some information that would probably be of use to you and... I'm a man who can get more information. But I wonder how vast your network, how connected. We are growing, but still small. But we are um, viciously passionate about the equality that is being challenged. This is an opportunity. We see it as power has always been a thing of control, of subjugation in these lands. And it is high time for a change. They're called the lands of Sunder for a reason. And it's because of how heavily divided they are and have been for over 700 years. I think it is high time that we we find a way to unify. And maybe, maybe this magic is the thing that could bring us all together and raise the lowest to the highest of kingdoms. Well, if we were to work together, I think there'd need to be some kind of initial exchange of trust by virtue of a favor and one done in kind. How so? We find ourselves in a predicament of which there aren't really any solutions We've got a knife at the throat of three people we care about and the capacity to save oh, maybe one on our own. And it's not a choice I'd have any of us make. In my line of work, the most important thing that we can have to have any chance of enacting things is, of course, knowledge. The more you can tell me about these three people and their circumstances, the more that can be done to help them. Melba. Ah, yes. She's basically an inquisitor, right? With the the Iron Guard. She's our uh, first means of introduction. An unpleasant one at best, but necessary as she can see to people's intent and she has seen Catalina's. If information would to get out, just hypothetically, about someone, their whereabouts, and confirmed hidden magical talent, would that be, well, license for her and her soldiers to uh, extract said person for an interrogation and investigation? Hmm. 
Interesting. I turn to Catalina and making sure I'm not like within exactly like turn my head to such a degree. I mouth Medela to Catalina. So she understands who I'm talking about. I had. Yeah, yeah. But I confirm it. Yeah. I'm not sure. It depends on their position. Um, and their loyalty to the king, their apparent loyalty. What do you have in mind? Well, here's the first bit of information for free. We know someone who wants us to kill Melba. Flat out. He's literally hired us to kill her. Well. Sorry, uh, you're getting people confused here. No. Melba's the recruiter. The assassin is not Melba. The assassination yeah, 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 is... but we were told to kill the Melba. The mother. The mother. The mother. Oh, right. Okay. So, so Melba's we'll... like the entry point, oh, right, right, right. but this is, this is the we, top of I'll their say we were, we were asked to kill the mother. I see. I wouldn't say recruited. I said we were being blackmailed and we were offered three ways out. That way out, well, that was one I didn't want to take right from the get-go. I don't know any mother that I want to kill. Hmm. Mothers are lovely. This is critical information in that, with a little time and planning, after you meet with your mother, we can uh, formulate a way to enact a ruse. So it, it can look like your intentions are being carried out. Well, I guess there's two ways I can see gone, this gone. That sounds smart and stealthy and low-key and very nice, but I plan... I plan on, well, it's hard for me to say this, to be honest, but, and I pull out my little paring knife and I'm like, I plan on sticking this in someone's throat. And that's the man. Wasn't that taken off you when we entered the town? My paring knife is gone. Yeah, it was. Was it? You took yeah, my paring knife. He handed it over. You go no to breach it. Knife. I pull the I pull the silverware butter knife that I stole <laughs> two towns ago out of my wrist. The, the silver yeah. knife from me. Hey, you could do it with a spoon. <laughs> yeah, go. I go. I kind of want to kill the prick. I kind of want to kill the prick who ordered us to do this. So, the way I see it, an enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's the saying, right? Hmm. Well, this man wants the mother dead, and he's got someone... Three of yours. The well, mother. We we figure... Well, I figure maybe... Maybe you're the solution to one of them. So if these three you care about and need protected were to be at every effort we could make protected... Made safe, yes. Then we would surely have earned your trust. And that's the thing, right? Is this one of those three people fits the bill I just described, but Ainsley, the man who's after the mother, has got her. So I figure if at least the authority of the Iron God could pull her away from that situation at the opportune time for an investigation, even if it wasn't permanent. I don't know how the Iron Guard work, but I'm assuming they could pull someone in for questioning for hours or something. Hell, they did it to me. If we could get... If we could get this person away from Ainsley at the right time, well, we know it's they're safe. And once he's dealt with, well, <laughs> I know for a fact his network will be dealt with. How long do you have? Five days, right? Mm. We oh, we stayed only 
No, you did count the first night when we stayed in town. So, yeah, this is the s- second morning. This is the yep. second morning. Yep. Yep. That takes away our ability to be flexible somewhat. And it requires a little bit of thought and finessing. How about we meet here this time tomorrow? After we've met with the mother. It's enough time for me to make correspondence where I need to, formulate some suggestions, and we can come to an agreement and a plan. And perhaps that could be soon after which you can meet high daughter Sienna. I will warn you, it will come with a meeting of Melba to this one who has not, um, well, passed that first port of call, unless it is just yourself. I understand. Which you're invited, of course, to do. But in doing so, I would ask, you tell me everything you can about everything you know about magic amongst yourselves. For this is the thing we share. Now, I have shared with Catalina what I can do, and she can relay that to you. But I would like to know of your kin. Well, I think I might just be one of the most useful pricks on this damn continent. You see, for whatever damn reason, I can sniff it out. Roll a perception check. Uh-huh. 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 Let's do it. Three. Ooh. Four. Smashed it. Five. No, four. No, four. Okay. Uh, her eyes flicker, like, widen ever so slightly with surprise. <clears throat> I see. I see. Yes, we must meet this time tomorrow. So if there's anyone that you could have on your side... And though we don't know in detail or in any specificity of what your ability is, I do. We know you have one. (laughs) I give her a little nod. Tell me. Well, I suppose I possess the ability to change someone's emotions and read them first off. I've done it a few times. But it does require me to do something that's maybe against what all of Sinistia believes in. But that's not important right now. But that is what I have. Okay. Plans may change, of course, based on whatever information or plans you make with your mother. Um, So... It wouldn't be wise to dive into any conspiring at this point in time. I look at Cat making, like, weighing, weighing myself heavily, and then look back and I say, even if we don't make an agreement, the girl's name is Medela. She's about 14. She's a Phelan. Oh. She's the daughter of a politician. And in Ainsley's care. And even if we come to no agreement, I would think that, or I would hope that, if she was of interest to you, and we failed, well, perhaps you might find her a better place than 
in his care. I see. That is also extremely crucial information. It seems some of these tidbits are fairly vital. That does give me a lot to work with. I'm fairly certain I know who her mother is. So, aunt, sorry. Um, I can work with that. I can work with a lot of this. But if there's anything else you can tell me, it will help. Well, do you have a place or a person that accepts people with these abilities? Hey, he's my oddball. Do you really want him around? In Tunisia, yes. In Tunisia? In Tunisia. Right. We have been, well, that's part of what we've been doing. That's Safekeeping from the king, you understand. It's a fair travel from here. Those who, are, those who need to be taken out of the line of fire are taken to Tunisia. Those who can contribute their skills, of course, are, well, where we can work with them, we, we do. I wanted to stock my hand full of cards, Cat. But I think he's going to get in the way of Pemble having any chance of protecting my mom. And if <laughs> Pemble and Mikey are the best thing we've got to protect my mom, I'd say that of all these plans, I've got the most risk of losing. So... We've got one. You might want to look after him. He's... I'm sorry. With with you here? Right. Yes. But one not capable of participating in our plans. Well, I you see, I really don't want to tell you everything right now because I don't think we've come to some kind of agreement. But I entirely understand. You're staying in this town, right? I am. Have you got any contacts in this town that are not of high level? Just someone who could maybe look after someone for a day? I'm afraid not. I'm afraid I have travelled here to meet you. Maybe we could pay someone to. Why not? I think perhaps for now it's it's fine. Oh, you could just hire someone to, (laughs) like, watch him. Like a dog walker? <laughs> yeah. Oh, a dog walker is a great, a great idea. Let's find a dog walker. I don't think we can do that. Honestly, we could... I mean, ethics be dashed. We could just throw him in a cell and lock the door. Oh, that seems inhumane and cruel. <laughs> he won't remember Anyway, it. we've taken far too much of your time. Thank you. I hope that you can take some more. This is the most compelling conversation I've had in a very long time, and we are eager to make change. So, tomorrow... I've got a question. Yes. One more. How do you get your mojo back? Ah. <laughs> you truly are learning. It's all so sudden. I've had mine for a bit longer. I mean, how do you? I know how I get mine back. Oh, so you are... You are you, to ask, you I want you to share with me something private to you. I see. Well, as Catalina would tell you, mine, she reaches out, may I? Sure. She puts a hand on your shoulder. And you feel a surge, like like a lightning bolt, tearing through your body in an exhilarating fashion, igniting every 
fiber of your being, literally. The uh, synapses fire in your brain. You are sharp. You were awake, even though you were just waking up. It's like you've had 10 coffees with, uh, you know, none of the negative feelings, but all of the energy and impulse and exhilaration. And then it's gone as she pulls it back. My gift is an interesting one. But for all of the energy and sharpness and shock it provides, I need to be in a state of great peace to enact it. So I find that silence and meditation where possible. I'm guessing that... I got the little tingles when she did, obviously, but when she did oh, the yeah, magic, yeah. You I was identified. like, magic is happening. Yeah. Oh, it's super obvious, but I just want to confirm You're, that I haven't got a vacuumous no, hole where my no, magic No, no, and you was. would identify innately more than Catalina would because that's just sort of part of your, in the mm. same way that Catalina would just be better at reading people's emotions without using her magic because mm. she's so tuned to it. Um, yeah, you certainly know pretty quickly, especially because she showed you and it channeled yeah. through you. This is like the ignition of energy itself in living beings. And further to that, was that something you have inside you or something you have inside an item? That's me. Right. But this, and she reaches out and she pulls out a little stone and piece of metal and sparks and then Hmm. holds up this flame and it channels into an orb that looks like a small sun. This was a gift from the mother. She gives her gifts to those who show their loyalty and put their talents to good use. And she snuffs out the flame. She didn't, she didn't do that. No, well, she was in public with you before. She like she unlit and lit the candle like, before. Now she was just like you saw her. Like it's clear she needed to ignite it, yeah. um, but she. Could actually channeled it and yeah, and just completely shaped and controlled it, the fire in front of you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was. It looked very cool. Delphin smiles at the prospect of this. Right. And have you ever pushed yourself beyond your limits? Yes. I did yesterday, and god damn, I felt empty. Be careful with that. We uh, we have limited access to subjects, but we have come across a few who have died. Oh, right. An unfortunate overuse and extreme sudden awareness of their power. Yeah. Several of which have been more recent, of course, since all of this seems to be burgeoning to the surface. But this has been bubbling away quietly in the background for longer than people understand. So we have seen it before. And there are things we know that we hope to share should you prove yourselves trustworthy. All right. Well, hopefully we'll speak to you tomorrow. Thank you for your time. Thank you. This is... Very exciting. 
I'm sure destiny has brought us together for many reasons I look forward to seeing. Before you go, she reaches out her hand and touches you both. Ooh. You uh, both feel this surge through your body, and I'm going to give you all plus one to all of your rolls for the next few hours. Should have come upstairs. (laughs) So you're just like, (laughs) you are just awake and sharp, and both of you, you just, you notice more. You are more awake. You are more peaceful. You are both, everything is quieter and louder all at once as you will it. It's like this intense control of your body and its energies that you've never felt that you've had this access to. It's that yeah. That's it. That's a that's mm. good. <laughs> a gift that's from good the, the mother. She smiles and nods Thank and you. says, "May her grace be with you, and I will see you tomorrow." Take care. She heads out. She leaves. Meanwhile, we duck outside and brick. <clears throat> take us through what you do. You walk out into the street. It's starting to be a bit bustly. So yeah. you do your use. Yeah, I mean. Uh, the carriage place is just down the road, apparently. I'm pretty sure that's what we rolled. It's, really it's like, yeah, two doors down. Yeah, I'll go, go and do a quick checkup. And uh, because you rolled very well last night, they're just putting some finishing touches on some of those repairs. It's not the carriage it was three days ago, but it, uh, it's much more, uh, you know, I'm stable. <laughs> yeah. So this, this like carriage yard where they're working, can you describe it to me? What does it look like? Is there like a... There's a few things out in the open. Yeah, it's like sort of fenced off. It's more like a workshop thing. So it's sort of undercover and a large sort of almost like a stable. Yeah. But um, lots of carts inside that are being worked on and yours got priority just because obviously you paid higher and the others were sort of in a state of mid-repair and waiting on drying or whatever. So, uh, yeah, so it was a quick sort of mechanical fix-up. Are there any like large open spaces that are somewhat private? Inside the building? Or even like in a courtyard. Uh, I'm cautious I'm of just, doing a carter in the street. Okay, I'm just going to destiny roll for you. So it's a nine. Not really. Uh, I'm going to say it's a fairly large workshop and they haven't got a lot of okay. business at the moment. So, cool. so you um, probably could work, do it in here if you got permission. Um, no, I'm just going to walk back to the front of the inn and I'll do it outside. I'll just make sure there's a, hopefully enough space around me. All right, I'm going to destiny roll that one again. 12, yeah, enough. look, it's it's pretty busy, so you're not going to get away with not being noticed by any stretch. Yeah, yeah, notice is fine. Yeah. Um, but it's an unarmed carter. Yeah. For two reasons. One, I want to train to be better at it, and two, I don't have my weapon. Yeah. All right, well, let's roll an unarmed combat check, please. Do I have a challenge level? No. It is as good as you roll. Not great. But... This is why we're training. I wonder, how does Brick feel after his... His dream, which I'm going to say you remember. Um, After a performance like that, he's pretty frustrated. There is a a lingering voice in your head that says to not be ashamed of not being a machine. Just this feeling that you have that lingers with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd probably try again. Can I? Yeah, of course yeah, you can. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna destiny roll the wear on your body that this will have. Nine. You're all right. Do another roll. Okay, three. Slightly better. Bit better. Bit sharper. Do I have? Have I drawn? There's a any There's attention? a grey guard. Is that um, you? You, look, you had a pretty good perception role for Mikey, so I'll say you noticed him sort of listening into the conversation in the inn as well. So, But he's sort of lingered outside. 
It's a great guard who's and he looks very capable. He looks and he's ended up sort of standing and watching you. And as you're wrapping up your second carter, it's like So that was a second round, correct? I saw the same moves. You'd done them all all the way around once before. I was not happy with my first attempt. Hmm. The second was better. Yes. I am capable of battle. Have you met much animosity around here? I meet animosity any time I leave home. Hmm. I've heard about what's happened to, well, I wouldn't say your home, but uh, I'm assuming you were with the, the trading camp in Felton. I have heard of it, yes. Of the event. Hmm. Your weapon. I think I saw it last night on my shift. It was detained at the gate. It's the only one like it I've seen. It was a gift. Look, I'll be honest. A lot of my men wouldn't uh, wouldn't spend a half a second longer to chat with someone like you, but uh, in my eyes, a strong soldier is a strong soldier, and you look like one. Dedicated, at least. You can always be better. Why can't we all? Have you thought about uh, transitioning your skills to the King's Guard? We have uh, fine training. That is not my decision to make. I am property. How does that work? I am owned by one called Ainsley from Gildervale. Destiny roll just to see. That knows no idea. What are, what are those uh, betting men, I, I wager? Horse races and all that happening a week or so from now? He does not seem like a risk taker. He has fingers in a lot of pies, as they say. Okay. Well, good day to you, and uh, what are you doing away from him if he's... I have been tasked with the protection of someone. Protection of his interests. What? Wait. You've been tasked with protection of someone and you don't have a weapon. You aren't a registered protector. We are property. Even property can be registered, lad. Interesting. Hmm. Something to think about. You'll need to, uh... Of course, you know, declare a, a neut- neutrality at worst, but a loyalty to the king to wield a weapon in his cities. But, uh, you know, protection must be done efficiently if it's to be done at all. Most of the time I like my chances, regardless of whether or not I am armed. I, I would agree with that. If you don't mind me asking, those people you were with, I overheard some of the conversation this morning. They mentioned Melba. I've heard of this woman. My cousin's actually in the Grey Guard. Uh, faced a world of trouble up in Felton. He wrote to me mentioning this Melba character. I I know nothing of her, but. Uh, she works closely with magic. 
do your friends have, have anything to do with what's going on? Do they do they know anything that could be of help? I am unsure. I am honestly just tasked with their protection. Hmm. Well, knowledge is power, so if you learn of anything, make sure to uh, put it where it works best, in the service of the king. All hail, king of flames, he nods and... Thank you for your conversation. He, uh, he looks a little like he maybe did something he shouldn't in having the conversation with you, but he walks away. He, he seemed to have admired hmm. what you were doing. Yeah. So. I, I, you, you probably get the sense he struggles to get his men to focus yeah, as much no, on training that. as you do. I got that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shortly after which, so Delvin and Catalina, you've just had this lovely little uh, surge of happiness uh, thrust upon you. Uh, how do you interact as you leave and follow behind? Wow. I let her leave the room fully. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so we put all our eggs in that basket. I don't know. I just, I think, I hope it was the right thing to do. Look, you can take this for, I don't know, believe whatever you want, but from my experience, as much as someone wants to rail and scream and desire some kind of change, no one can really do it on their own. And you'll always end up in bed with someone you don't want to in order to get something done. So the way I see it, from who we know, we got, well, a monstrous king who we all know was rotten to the core, killing town folk and all that. And then we've got an asshole, (laughs) gambling man, prick, merchant, bastard who's holding our families to ransom. And then we got these folk who kind of just seem to want to know more about us and might be able to help. And if at the end of the day they screw us over, well, (laughs) the only difference between them and the other folk is that uh, they're going to do it later (laughs) rather than right now. Yeah. I suppose you're right. Well, we also may have found a teacher. A teacher? Yeah. Well, if... Oh, I'm... I'm all up for being an enemy of the enemy friend sort of thing, but I'm not going to be jumping in with Team Goody Two-Shoes right away. I <laughs> Something don't sit right about it. I reckon there's strings attached that they're not talking about. Yeah. And, and I think we've got... Well, we've got our own things going... So I ain't going to go off to magic school or whatever. No. (laughs) Not a chance in hell. No, I I share your concerns. Anyway, we should probably make our way. Right. Let's go find Brick and see if he's actually seen to the horses. Mm. Are you guys still in your upstairs room? Am I heading downstairs? I would have gone back in the beginning at this point. Um, I I would also say the cart would be sort of brought out and ready in Sort of head, it's waiting for you all in front of the inn. Yeah, you all meet okay. together. Um, <laughs> Pemble looks uh, a bit exhausted for forty minutes of managing Mikey's impulses to try and pick a pocket or two, while keeping an eye on 
Uh, you actually noticed they're away from the table now, which has been cleared and made room for future guests. And Pemble is sort of looks super conflicted because he can't leave because he's waiting for you guys to return. But meanwhile, um, Osbert is sort of wandering around to other people's tables. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, that's a... a no, a, come back here. Oh anyway, so he's like working really hard, just like distracting him. Like, oh, look at the uh, look at that um, this is a spider in the corner of the room. And every now and then he'd be like, you know, he looks just super distractible. Everything just is like intriguing. So, do oh, we thank the- God, he says, seeing you do it down. <laughs> What's the problem? Just uh, corralling this one. Does he reference one in particular? These ones. Says these ones? <laughs> yeah. Delvin's face drops to just look very cold and then says, what do you mean these ones? Just the old man, right? <sighs> the young ones got habits of taking to survive. Look, I don't blame him. I understand it. But um, it's not helpful. I think it takes some unlearning. Right. And I walk up to Mikey. And grab him by the arm. Not too firmly, but like enough. Yep. And then lead him out the front door. Okay. You lead him out the front door. Hey, what's this all about then? I just walk. Where you going? I, I see. Hang on. He's going to be, uh, I'm going to roll for his temperament. All right, 12. He's like perturbed, but he trusts mm. you enough that he's not like struggling mm. too hard against you. He's like, all right, what's this all about? Where are you, where are you taking me? What's going on? We've got another lesson. I don't. I just don't speak until I take him outside to the front yep. of the tavern, and you're outside cool. the front. Brick is out the front. And as then well. any people around? Uh, not really. A few people have sort of stopped to watch Brick, but when he started having a conversation with the grey guard, they sort of dispersed. So cool. not not really. All right, then I stop and let go of him. I mean, gee, we need to be so rough. What's going on? Something happened. Well, we're done, aren't we? What, what do you mean? Well, I've just heard from my friend and long-time companion, Pemble, that you've been a bit of a handful. What? I ain't ain't bothered you lot. So, here's the thing. Do you think this is some kind of arrangement where I'm like your sweet pa and I'm going to give you everything you've ever dreamed of? I don't have time for people who can't control their impulses. Right. And while it's fun to have fun... Any single action you could do could jeopardize your safety and our safety. And you don't think that your hand getting cut off in this town for thieving pockets, you don't need to thieve. I'm sorry, I just... I mean, I thought if last night, if it... You know, if no one knew it could be, couldn't get back to us, I didn't think it was a... Here's the question. What's the point of it? I, I, I mean, I, it's the only way I got through the next day. Really. Right. How hard has getting through the next day been the last three? So do you steal because it gets you excited in your heart? Or do you steal because you need to feed yourself and the people in the streets with you? Because that's a question I need answered before I tell you a word more about my upbringing. He's like, at this point, he like, he wipes his nose on his sleeve and you can see him tear up. It's like, it's just, I mean, I don't like it. It's not like, it brings me great joy. I just... I don't eat if I don't do it. So, you know, it's like... You do eat if you don't do it. You've been eating well for three days on my coin. Nothing you've stolen has gone anywhere but your own pockets. And you ain't got any need to do it. He looks up at you with eyes that feel all too familiar. They're sort of cold and 
distant in the sense that, like, you read in them that he's done this every day of his life since he's had memory. Mm-hmm. And he looks older in that moment. Sort of like the harshness of the world is coming to the fore. I just, I just aren't used to it is all. I kind of do that thing where you, like, grab him a little bit, like, not roughly, but, like, spin him slightly off to the corner of the building where it's even more out of sight, a little yep. bit quieter, not, like, right at the entrance. And then I say, if you want to take this chance and roll the dice on everything and learn for some very clever people and change your life, I mean, I'm probably the richest prick who's ever talked to you. Well, it means getting rid of some of them habits because how many people on the street would have begged for the opportunity I'm giving you? Roll a perception check. Oof, only three. three. Cool. You see a change in his attitude. Um, he's sort of nodding. He seems to be considering a lot of different things. Um, Not the sort of deep consideration that a 15-year-old usually makes. But he... He literally aged before our eyes. Was it? (laughs) So we're between 14 and 15. I think I said 16 and backtrack. So I'm I'm sitting at 15. I just think both the teenagers are 14. A young man of indeterminate age. He's older than Medela. Scruffy, young, middle-aged teen. (laughs) He's older than Medela. He's 15. Okay. Um, he, he, He starts nodding and sort of slowly sort of pulls out a handful of coins and he... This looks really hard for him. Mm-hmm. But he, he just sort of like grabs your hand and shoves it in him. He's like, fine, I won't do it no more, but just... I push him back into his hand immediately. And I'm like, I told you, I wasn't your beloved pa that's gonna give you a talking to and then expect you to hand it back, mate. You took that skillfully, so it's yours. I don't want it back. It's not mine. You took it. What I want is for you not to squander your opportunity. Don't jeopardize anyone and focus on learning because you're going to learn a lot more from people more experienced than you. And you are from doing what you've done for the last, how your whole life. Advance yourself with some help. And here's the thing. I'm not actually asking anything of you. I don't think I've asked anything of you yet. I just see potential in you. And you're going to be going with Pamble soon. And I can... What? What what do you mean? You're going to be going with Pamble soon. That's right. No, I ain't. (laughs) You do know that he's... And not that other one. Oh, probably not. The Wanderer. Probably not the Wanderer, don't worry. All right. We've got to sort that out. But Pamble is... I can't learn from him what I can learn from you. That's squandering my opportunity. No. It's arrogant to assume that you can go straight... And skip the beginnings. Well, I'll I'll give you credit. You got more than the basics. But uh, you don't go straight to college. He's shaking his head. He's like, no, there's got to be a way around this. I'm sticking with you. What does it take? Give me the task. Give me the mission. You say I do no more steel. I'll do no more steel. You tell me the lesson, I'll I'll learn it. For one week, I've got to send Pemble to the barrows. Or someone's going to stick a knife in my mother's gut. And kill her. What? And you think I'm gonna? He's like, look at me. He's like this scrawny teenager. Like, 
you think I'm going to help rescue your mum? I'll be more useful to no, you here. You're going to be a good set of eyes for someone who can keep you safe. Because if we fuck up here, Ainsley's going to kill every one of us and all those associated. So you can come back and spend some time learning with me. Absolutely. But after we've dealt with Ainsley. And to be honest, if you can be uh, helpful in protecting what matters to me, you can be damn sure I'll be a little bit more likely to, well, teach you some of the things I've learned I haven't shown even my friends in there. I don't want to go. He says, his determination seems faded, but he looks up at you and he says, I don't want to be sent off. I don't, look, we stick, we stick to our kin. If there's anything I learned on the street, it's that. You're my kin, I don't know who that old man is. Pemble. Come on. I've known Pemble. You can find a use for me. You know I, I ain't useful to him, whatever this is you got. He'll be babysitting me and trying to rescue your mum. You're telling me you're useful and then telling me you'll be useless to my closest companion. I'm telling you, I learned from you and I, I'm inclined to listen to you. Not that I won't this one, but, you know, teenage angst and all that. He sort of shrugs. Come on, man. He looks like he's begging to go on a roller coaster. <laughs> it's like, he's like bopping on the spot a little bit. I don't want to see another kid die because of me. No, you, you ain't got to worry about that. I can look after myself. And if I die, it's my own fucking fault. I asked for it. Right here, right now, you know it. Come on. I don't want to be what he is. I want to be what you are. He looks hungry. You've got no idea what he is. First mistake, underestimating him. He's just better at hiding it than me. Or less honest. Well, he makes it look bloody boring. <laughs> well, that's your problem. I'm grateful that you feel so attached to what I can teach you, but if you can't wait a week and spend it being born with an old man then you don't have the impulse control I need to be by my side he looks he's, he's looking more and more frustrated like he won't take no for an answer I can't tell you enough man I ain't going on an excursion I can be useful to you if you have me here otherwise I oh, know. I just... Trust me. You can use me. I'll I, think about it. I'll do. What can I do to convince you? Give me something, anything. Well, the number one thing you could do is learn to follow instructions. Give me one. I just did, and then I walk away. I just turn and walk away. As you do, I'm going to get your roll perception check. This is separate to noticing anything about him. Five. Okay, yeah. Uh, you almost feel, like you see it in his eyes as you turn to walk away, but you, from this moment, there's like this 
absolutely determined shift and you hear the clinks of coins as they fall to the ground. And you probably glance back, I imagine. Mm. And he's folding his arms and nodding. And he just walks determinately after you. Mm. Stubborn bastard's not going anywhere. <laughs> the party is all together again. Uh, with what, where are Catalina and Osbit and, and Pemble walk out? <clears throat> Dalvin's eating again. So, um, the plan. We, I don't think it was quite locked in. You were investigating other options. He looks at Catalina. I look at Delvin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mikey is refusing to go with you, Pemble, to the Barrows. Oh, I see. He looks over at Mikey, concerned. He said you were old and boring. Why is? (laughs) No, I mean, in my defense, I haven't gotten out much. Uh, <clears throat> these past few years, but I can be good company. And I'm safe company, he says, nodding. And he, uh, Mikey is just like determinately like standing beside Delvin. <laughs> Mikey seems to think he'd rather die doing something cool than be <laughs> safe uh, looking after my interests. The young one has a lot to learn, but. He does, um, and with a knowing grin on his face, say, reminds me of someone I know, actually. <laughs> Painfully. <laughs> it's like looking at a bloody mirror. <clears throat> I wasn't that annoying, was I? Oh, I always found you amusing. Right. But, um, no, you, uh, certain, certainly took some time to learn how to look after your own and the, your loved one's interests. All right, well, I feel like there's not much to it. You can't wait any longer. You you need to leave. I need to leave. Um, Pemble, do you intend to make your way back the way we came or are you intending to head just northwest? Most efficient path is through the roads and heading up through uh, Iron Edge. I was going to go that way, but uh, unless we need cover or something... I would need to leave today to make good time. Could you potentially make your way through Norwalk and Norgrab to the barracks? Oh, I see. Um, I'm just. I pull out my map. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's like the long way around. Oh, okay. Um, they're not paved roads, and they're not treaded often. Okay, he says. Look, I'm going to level with you. If it was just me, no problem. If I've got dead weight on my hands, more of a problem. I wouldn't make as good time going the conventional path, but I'm confident in my riding. Well, Mikey, it seems like you're absolutely needed for this mission. It's a pretty important mission, I would say so myself. So you want me to go up the northern route? Well, it's up to To right north. It's up to Delvin. Really? Well, okay. I'll, I'll do what you want me to. If you want me to take the lad, I'll take the lad. I'll time and gag and put him on my horse and head up the conventional way. Make it in decent time. What about the old man? Well, how'd your other options go? Well, 
We could maybe, but we'd need to look after him for a day here. But if it wasn't looking after him both, do you think you could find somewhere up in the barrows to stash him for a couple of days while you sort out business? Oh, <laughs> he looks perturbed at the idea of traveling with him that far mm. without it being a problem. Okay. He says, look, just from how last night went, and if you're thinking this man needs to stretch his legs to keep, you know, level... He's going to be a problem, at least for travel. So what if what if I see what uh, trade connections I could pull that um, Edgar had in this town? So I'm going to watch him for the day while you have your meeting. So he's at least here for you in the afternoon. All right. That would be amazing. All right. Well, as much as I <clears throat> would much prefer it if Mikey were to travel with you, I am not his <clears throat> boss and therefore he can make his own decisions. He is beaming. <laughs> He's just got the biggest grin on his face, slightly shitting in the direction of, of Pemble. <laughs> but he's like, it's like, right. Like, he looks like, I'm with it. The, it's like he got into the X-Men, basically, is how he's feeling right now. And I I look at Catalina and um, look at Mikey and just go, I don't know why you look so proud about starting our working relationship by disobeying the one thing I asked you to do. But, but I meant like I do what you say if, when I'm with you. That's the deal. <laughs> and you can't even be a week without. He's worse than a bloody future wife. <laughs> Can we please just go... Right, you go. Have... I've got business to settle. Thank uh, you. He'll be looked after, and I'll make sure he's by the inn after sunfall. Great. All right, Mikey. I can have him... him looked after here too if you want. You've got an important <laughs> political. I meeting. push brick in the carriage. <laughs> you <laughs> like, you can do one day, <laughs> and Mikey's like, "All right, I don't know if you promise you come back." <clears throat> right. I'm no, you- no, I've got something else. I've got a job for you, Mikey. All right. If you could assess your number one skill, what would it be? Getting about. Right. And do you do much while you get about? I'll do whatever's needed. You've you got good eyes on you. Great. All right. So here's your job. Find whoever the fuck is following us. So I want you to basically watch our way out of town and... Just keep an eye on that path as they exit, if there is anyone, and then when we get back, report to us. If you see anyone stalk out, anyone suspicious, All right. you I, stay I in town. I haven't kept an eye out for something like that, but what gave you the idea that something's following you? <laughs> I think we all agree on that, right? Call when, it... When did you notice? Intuition. Shit, I feel like it's been pretty much the whole way. Push Brick into the car. I allow Brick to get into the, into the carriage. Brick into the carriage. I sit on top of the carriage mm. and I start mm. pulling the reins. Getting, getting ready to go. I will say Catalina had received a return message from her mother. Great. Uh, so it was very brief. Just like your message to her was, we will be available tomorrow. Yeah. So blah, blah, blah. Great. You got a, it was the message first thing in the morning saying, I have cleared my afternoon's uh, meeting to... Uh, sit with you for an hour or so. Woohoo! Great. Yeah. Just do it. All right. Can do. And I'll make sure to have something for you. Your safety is the number one priority. He looks determined. Cool. All Let's right. Let's go. Good luck, all. And uh, 
Um, let's just see how this goes. <laughs> One In his giddy excitement, uh, he, <laughs> after bigging up his own skills, he, uh, with feet covered in mud, goes to deftly climb on the side of the building and is far slipperier than he normally is and a little too eager. So he isn't as deft as he would be. And he eventually gets to the top. and it, Scrabbling up the wall. There's like two people on the street that sort of like look over in his direction. He's like, it's, it's, don't worry. And he, go, he goes off. <laughs> He's like, ducks out of sight. Pemble's like, you'll have your hands full without one. Just like I did. He'll be dead by the time I get back with skills like that. Well, I made it, didn't I? He's smiling, like looking at you. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Good luck. And I give Pemble a handshake and then... And you feel another hand enter the handshake. And Osbert's just like <laughs> smiling at you both like, now wasn't this a lovely meeting? I pull Pemble into a hug and pull Osbert into a one, like a, a sort of a completely unaffectionate one-sided hug, yep. but the real hug is yep. happening with Pemble. And he just sighs and nestles deeply into your shoulder. Osbert? Yep. Okay. Absolutely, like, head into the shoulders, like, oh, it's been a while since I've hugged someone so young and strapping. Um... And while I'm hugging... Roll perception check. While I'm hugging... What was that? Roll perception plus check. One. Oh. Yeah, plus I'm not one. forgetting my plus one. Challenge level three, plus one. Just three. There is a gentle... <laughs> nestled hand on the outside of your butt cheek. <laughs> Delvin's eyes and just like... Nice. And then very quickly, he says, slightly more flustered than he anticipated being into Pemble's ear. Um, Stay safe, Pemble. I can't lose another friend. You work out. You hear <laughs> in your other ear. Pemble, Pemble says, don't worry. I'm here and I'm here to stay. And we're then gonna, I... We're going to tear this fucker limb from limb. That's what I like to hear. And then I pull, pull off. Um... <laughs> and then I slap slap Osbert's hand off my ass. And it's like, the fuck you talking about? And then I'm like, all right, Osbert, that was uh You surely your wife knows. TikTok, gentlemen! Alright, I'm getting uh, bye! And then I push away from Osbert and climb onto the carriage. And as you you <laughs> the carriage starts to head off, and you sort of glancing back away by where Osbert is starting like a really emphatic like conversation about like firm but not too firm, oh and <laughs> like clearly does a lot of lunges. <laughs> Very impressive, most impressive. I've anyway <laughs> I, conversation I, peters up. I climb into the back of the carriage, muttering, like looking at brick and muttering. I'm just like. If he thinks I've got a firm ass, I think he'd pass out if he touched bricks. <laughs> <laughs> now, you... Need to click down with it. Uh, yes. the last time he had a hand. You reach the <laughs> gate of the city and, you, you know, with very minimal, you know, check over required, your weapon is returned to you in, uh, you know, good condition, same condition, mm -hmm. um, and you leave town. Wonderful. The road up to Bartwell Keep isn't... Uh, you got to do your yeah. riding check. Have to fix the cardigan. 
Smashed it. Four. Is that your writing check now? Well, it's three and then the plus one. Yeah, one. damn. Kapow. Yeah. Wait, you, how many did you roll with? There four. were five dice. Four, and then the plus one. You have a f- writing check of four. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Okay, cool. Um, all right. I'm going to say you guys have... Oh, well, okay. It's like a couple of hours, like three or four hours ride. Mm-hmm. Um, so your plus will be gone by the time you get to That's the That's fine. That, I used it's it. fun while you had it. That's fine. You're like... Do like a burnout. (laughs) (laughs) Sick doughy. Yeah. But um, I think it's, I guess the point of that more was just like to demonstrate the gift that the mother gives. Is sort of why she did that. Heck yeah. It felt really cool as it sort of dissipates over the journey. You sort of remember it fondly. It's almost addictive, that sort of sensation. Imagine it's kind of like drinking like straight coffee and just like the shot of coffee, like the first time ever. And you're just like, woo, let's go. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But like... Even more so. Really cool. Yeah. Um, And on the journey, I'm going to say Catalina would be pretty... Do you know what? Roll your diplomacy check. Uh, You have your diplomacy trading... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Trade bar or whatever it is. Magic's one off. Say it again. Magic's one off. Mm -hmm, uh, Oh, look, I'll give it to you. You would have thought of this while you were doing your cart ride. Might as well have fun with it while you can. Uh, Three. Three. Yep. You'd be pretty aware that um, from the note from your mum, she's expecting to meet with you. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned you have company, but it's mm-hmm. not clear that she's expecting to meet with your company. Yeah. Uh, so it's just something to keep in mind. So it's fine. you're aware yep. that you may not have your it's all good. friends invited to this meeting. You see off in the distance, Bart will keep, which is an old-looking um, building with a surrounding wall and a little bit of a city sort of, I don't know what you call it, like a township thing. Mm-hmm. Words, nice, eloquent, descriptive words Fortress? of this town, but it is a keep. It's an old keep. Um, very, very old. And behind it looms the Great Iron Spire. And this is the closest uh, that Delvin and Brick have ever been to the Great Iron Spire. And by this point, especially with the mid-morning silhouette of the dark face of the spire facing towards you as a shadow is cast over behind your cart. It's impressive. Uh, Sort of begrudgingly (laughs) have to admit it is like, how the hell did they build that? Because it's girth at the base is as wide as a city and it stretches tall, pierces the clouds. Um, so you arrive eventually to the gates mm-hmm. of Bartwell Keep. Now, this is much more manned and it's very militaristic and there's a large gate with uh, iron guards all sort of around and at different patrols. You don't see any grey guards. These are all yep. iron guards. Yep. And they all look very adept mm-hmm. and expectant and uh, a little confused at a fairly common-looking cart approaching the city. Whoa, 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 whoa. Compared to the military carts they used to see. This when I say com- fairly common, it is a even a noble to a military person is a commoner in their eyes. Yeah, sure. Because this is a different it, yeah. place. This oh. is a military fortress and city. All Sorry. right. I was just going to say because <laughs> you spent a lot of money on that car. I was trade just and uh, civilians do not come yeah. here yep, yep. often, if at all. Okay. Uh, they always go the other way through the common district, which is a you know a whole different cart ride. Um, Great. So you're approaching, you're catching some attention as mm-hmm. you're arriving. Mm-hmm. And you notice a few people sort of signalling um, and passing a message or whatever. And eventually you sort of roll up. And they don't have the same sort of inspection 
station that the Grey Guards and the different entry gates that you've experienced at other places, mm-hmm. it looks very, you know, fortressy. Yep. Um, but it doesn't look like it's a common thoroughfare. So there's a, a unexpected sort of stirring. Mm-hmm. And someone approaches who looks like a, an Iron Guard captain. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, it didn't roll. It roll. Okay. Ooh, oh. Great. He, yeah, it was a destiny roll of four. I believe you have come the wrong way. Um, you must be foreigners. No, my name is Catalina. I'm here to meet with my mother. She's bound here. And oh, I see. One mm. of the Phoenicians. Yep. Do you have any paperwork? You got it from your mum, from the mail, right? Yeah, you'll have some. Something Didn't you mail her to and fro that you were coming yeah. to visit? She would have given me anything, I imagine. Very well. He snatches it from your hand and walks away. He says, mm. you'll wait there. And he walks off. I shall. Thank guards you. Guards watch them. And four iron guards sort of mm-hmm. surround the cart and just sort of like stand quite firmly and just sort of keeping an eye. Mm. Good to see we're all keeping busy and... I met a very nice Iron Guard captain in Falbrook. Oh, did you? Yeah, very nice. Hmm. He was a really friendly guy. Yeah, he actually right. seemed all right. Yeah. Had a drink in the tavern. Oh. I think it would be really good to have a really nice Iron Guard captain. That would be a good posting. <laughs> I'm just going to like peek out of the window. In a far longer period of time than you want to have happened, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it would be like half an hour eventually. Um <laughs> He comes back sort of begrudging, but there's a, a woman following behind who you recognise, Catalina, is your mother. Oh. She oh. looks Hello. very similar to you. Mm-hmm. Um, her hair much greyer, sort of held up tightly uh, in a bun and thin pursed lips. She has a strict demeanour about her. I won't tell you how, you're, how she's feeling, but you may, if you want to, tell how she's feeling. <laughs> but anyways, that's all I'll say. But she's approaching yep, and cool. says... Uh, that will be all, Reginald. Thank you very much. Jesus. All right, fine. You just make sure you're done by the end of the day. We have far too much work to do the dealing with civilian rabble. And he walks off. Please forgive him. I have made an appointment. I wasn't expecting you to have company. We can facilitate their being here, but... He, I, I, sorry, I'm assuming that you have made yourselves known. There's two others in there. They would have seen. Mm. They're peeking through the thing anyway. She notices Rick and says, The Phelan Cole, has he registered his ability to carry that with him? His weapon? Yes. Ah, oh, well, you would have to ask the person he's currently employed by, owned by. She turns to you. My previous owner did not think it was worth getting registered as we did not spend much time near the capital. You were at the Phelan trading camp outside of Felton, correct? Correct. I see. But you're spending much more time here now. Uh, where is your ownership transferred? It is owned by one Ainsley. Yes, so perhaps we should ask him. Hmm. She steps up to you and not even like acknowledging this very long period of time in which she hasn't seen her daughter immediately straight to business, very much like mother, yes, yeah. <laughs> says, is this uh, something you need rectified? Is what, what role do, do these people have to your journey? 
Are the Iron Guards still kind of hanging? They've around? sort of ling- they've sort of wandered off. They've you they've been dismissed, and you've been verified basically. I'm going to step down. Are from we still at the entrance? Yeah, you're okay. outside yeah. the front. Door. I'm going to step down from the cart so I can talk to like a normal person. Yeah. Um, and I say that uh, these are my companions, my friends. There is a lot to tell you, and I kind of I. So there's a lot to tell you. Of course. If they can accompany us, it would be beneficial. But I understand that there are rules. I would rather speak with you alone, at least at first. I've made appointment times for about two hours, so if we met for one of them, Hmm. I would be pleased to meet your friends after. Wonderful. However, I uh, am more asking if his ability to defend if he is accompanying you and is a defendant to you is something you think is necessary or is this Ainsley person he's serving is this arrangement one that he will return to well he's not actually tied to me and I pointed to, to Delvin so he's, he's to protect him so hmm. forgive me for speaking out of turn ladies. And you are? I'm Delvin. I am a companion and friend to Catalina. An honour to be such a person. But I worry that this companion of ours who is, well, I'm sure Catalina will fill you in, but the short of it is he's being currently manipulated thanks to his status as owned goods, which I personally find a disgusting status that anyone could have inflicted upon them by the same person who is currently being a bit of a bane in your daughter's life. So I wouldn't be doing him any favours if I was the one to make the decision, but of course it's not my decision to make. She sort of turns past you back to Catalina. Quite an outspoken one, isn't he? Hmm. The long and short of it I'm trying to gather is do you want the big man to have a big weapon or not? And do you trust him? Of course. And you? I can arrange for it to be sorted while you're here, is what I'm saying. If you have an hour spare. Right. Well, I'm not one for those ownership arrangements, so, Brick. Yes, Delvin. Can we trust you? With your life. Sort it out amongst yourselves. I'll uh, make sure they're ready to register you if that's something you're interested in. Catalina, follow me. She walks away. <laughs> I tuck my head into I'm the... sure your men can park the cart. I tuck my Certainly head... Certainly they're capable, capable at least of that. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> You'd think anyway. Yeah. Um, I tuck my head into the cart and I look at you, Delvin, in particular, and say, is there anything that you need... This is all about your dad. Get him safe. This one's on you. But your your mother? Look, I'm going to be honest. I don't expect her to give her two shites about some mum in the barrows. If you go in there on your knees, I don't think she's the type that's going to give you what you want. But if you go in there as a daughter asking a mother to save her husband, I think she might just be able to do that. So I don't want to over-ask. You sort yourself out, Kat. And your dad. Give you a nod and look over at Brick as well. And give you a little nod. 
I close the door and I follow. Okay. Me and Brick are left. You're going to have to do a ride pilot check to get this thing in there. Unless Brick, you want to park this? <laughs> <laughs> Slap the side of it. I will leave it up to someone a bit more accomplished with the task. Right. Uh, and is that me then? All right. <laughs> is it? Make, make your check. Good luck. Uh, no I'm say challenge level two. This is uphill and it's heading into... It's just not at, at this point, you know, easy paving. One this success. Old paving. One success. Okay. I'm not very good at this. All right, I'm going to destiny roll... Uh, how badly it 20 goes. is fine, one is not good. And 15. Okay, all right. It's more than just the display of a lack of competence that happens that isn't great. <laughs> it's really clear. Like at the this 17 point, point oh, turn. Did you roll with yeah. your bonus? I no, think we've lost gone. the bonus now. You've lost the bonus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the 50-point cut. No, no, yeah. I said it was like a few hours. Oh, okay. You get in there eventually. It's a bit of an Austin Powers, the sort of back and forth. <laughs> and yeah, the horses don't back up gracefully, but you're sort of forced to at one point or another, and a couple of the yelling guards laugh, and a few of the others look pretty disgusted and walk off. It's like you hear overhear some mumbling about the sort of rabble that, you know, Athenisian can get let into their, you know, wow. their city. Racist. <laughs> that sort of thing. Um and then eventually you're able to step out. I think we should probably linger with you guys for a little bit just because it's going to get a little more political. Okay. So um, one of them walks up to you both and uh, says, um, oh, uh, Madam Fleur said something about registering one of you as a protector. That would be this one. Is that something that you're doing? or Right, yes. If it is wielded by my owner. But if it is going to be useful. Well, what's the parameters of this? He basically explains. It's basically a demonstration of your capabilities, a registration of the weapon and its use itself, yourself as a bodyguard. And it's basically so they can have a ledger for people who have weapons on them in public and what their skill set is. And so that basically they can keep track of where people who are, who have weapons are when they're in cities um, so that if there are any problems, they know how to respond accordingly. But also, they can be utilised in certain circumstances if needed. Right. So we can get that written up weapon licence for use in the protection of Delvin Overson. If that is what we are required to do, yes. Sounds good to me. Fine. He escorts you to... It's, it, look, everyone's very busy elsewhere. You notice like a lot of different sort of training. It's actually quite bustling uh, in general. There's a lot of activity sort of picking up in this place. A lot of people training. You hear some distant shouts and some marches and this and that. It's like it's a very militaristic place. You see even some large machinery and weapons and stuff that the common people will not see in their lifetime or be aware of. So it's pretty clear this is not a place that civilians are allowed to enter. Uh, so it is only through a very strong connection that you've been allowed in there and the fact that she has instructed them that you were able to do this, that he's bothering you, taking you anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, he explains sort of the how it works, the purpose of it. It's dedicating your weapon to the person you're guarding and also a, um, a neutrality, if not loyalty, to protecting the king's cities. Um, so it's not becoming a guard or anything but it is like protecting the people 
at large as well as the person. So you're registering as a protector of the person you're protecting and people. It's so almost like a like a freebooting militia. A little bit that you can't like, be commanded or what to do, but if there is a crisis, but, but like, yeah, it is exp- you're sort of instructed as to some basic like etiquette yeah, of how to like act in favor of the city. Stealing something, I'm, I'm more pretty capable much of stepping in and being authorized to do yeah, so. If there isn't a guard, it then falls to these people who step in and yeah, okay. do, do that. I just had a, a quick question on this one. Yes. So, what are the consequences for uh, breaching this arrangement? Breaching and, uh, bricks here, right? In what sense? Oh, like if someone broke the rules and did something horrible. With their weapons. Yes. They'd be sentenced to death. And But what if their property, what would that do to the owner? Uh, would the responsibility pass up the chain a little bit in, the, in some fashion? People who act irresponsibly do it of their own accord. Oh, but... Their no. master's commanded. Well, that's an entirely different matter. It would be put to trial. Right, so, but for a... a Phelan Kuller would be sort of implicit that he was commanded because he's property. All in his Felmore, actions... perhaps. I've never heard of... Well, I've never even seen a Phelan Kuller, so I have no idea how that would happen in Greydale. Okay. Well, I suggest it might be what happened. I just wanted, uh, Brick, to be clear of that. When you write this up to be in the protection of Delvin Irvison, that if it would be breached, it would, of course, reflect poorly on Ainsley and his holdings. His owner... That makes sense, right? If his property This went. is politics I don't care to intertwine myself with. Well, he sort of walks on. I've stated it, and you can believe it if you want to, Brick. He guides you into a, a little courtyard. This is uh, not often used because it's not a main training area. It's a registration place that is just like... You know, I think you get the idea that they have a couple, you know, one of these in every city because you should be able to register as a protector mm-hmm. in every city. But this one in particular is underutilized because that's not the purpose of this city yeah so there aren't many people around here you just all the activity here is off in the distance but there are a couple of um sort of dummies you know just like the torso head like wooden dummy things around this room he says right what's the weapon and he's got a clipboard and taking notes and i heft up this big you know kind of flame shaped bardache bardish Whatever the hell you want to call it. And a couple of people sort of, you know, take a few measurements. He writes it down and he explains to you how to, you know, what it's called as far as the grade and understanding for when it's being registered or whatever. It's like, all right, uh, now it's time to the demonstration. We will take account for your capabilities and that will be applied to your registration. Mm-hmm. He, he gives you a few a list of like a few things that would display a competent... Uh, use of this weapon in defense of a like there's like a list of for that type of weapon in yeah. particular things to demonstrate as far as your competence and ability to use this especially if there's other people around without hurting innocent bystanders and whatnot so you eventually get the lay of the land of the the idea of how to do this and the moves to do so it comes down uh, to a combat role yeah but i'm curious like how much does what they're advising me to do a line with how I'd been trained. You get to use your moves, right? Like you can still use your okay. training. It's not saying you must swing like this That's or like, yeah, no, it's like, not, yeah. it's not like great and military action or, or whatever. It's more just like where to strike and how to avoid other people. And some of the dummies are arranged in such a way that, you know, there's a few things that swing and one is the one that you're meant to strike in a certain period of time. And it's basically, it's just like how effective, and yeah. lethal are you because that's information they want. It's not necessarily that they want you to be lethal. 
there are like levels that you're sort of going through to sort of pass. Yeah. So I'm going to get you to make a combat roll and I'm going to say if you get two, you pass, three, you pass well, and four and above is like much better. Good fucking lord. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Okay. This will be a fun one. You're stepping through these trials that they put in front of you with devastating precision and ferocity. Like something within you is just clicking. This mm-hmm. is actually your purpose. Yeah, it is. My vocation is bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's clear to this person watching that not only are you one of the best bodyguards he's ever seen acting, mm-hmm. but you're one of the best combatants he's ever seen acting. And by the end of it, like, okay, so you're, let's just, you take me through this. Cause the first few dummies, like, yeah, you're just doing the basics and this is just baby work. And yeah. then you're basically like, you know, more please or what's next. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say, as I'm going through the motions, working against a training dummy for all things, I'm getting bored, so I'm trying to step it up a little bit in terms of, like, showmanship. There's more, you know, more grace, more fluidity, and just, I guess, the tedium of versing a a dummy is causing Brick to go a little bit overboard and just how much he's he's pushing himself Mm -hmm. uh, to try and make it seem as deadly as possible. As as the levels progress, and this is it's you, this trial usually doesn't take this long because people get to, to level two or three or whatever in this trip, this uh, registration, and it's like, yeah, you pass, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, well, well, what else can you do? What else yeah. can you do? This is by this stage, it's past competency, and it's more like, holy shit, where how far does this rabbit hole go? Right? Yeah. So as it develops, there's there's this is a slow gathering of some soldiers. Like there's at one point, there's like a sort of squad, sort of um, jogging around in their mm-hmm. armor doing some weight training and whatnot and they sort of diverge just by pure like this never happens yeah this was just like an out of the way running route and the you know by the time you're like reaching the end of this trial there's three dozen like you know there's what's that why does say three dozen 35 ish people um, <laughs> standing around this area um and with each new trial there's a few people clapping and a few people just look like red in the face like you know like pissed off racists. Um, but yeah, like there's a, a real like interest that's never been <laughs> as thick here as it has ever been. Yeah. And these dummies are like, you're decimating them. Yeah. They are not built to be broken in half so easily. Yeah. And there are more broken dummies by the end of your trial than there are whole ones. Yeah. At the end of which... And then obviously he ends in like the, essentially he's just finished his kato. It ends in him striking guard pose with the half of the weapon hitting the ground. <laughs> and he's like, he claps and a few of them like shake their head and walk away. And it's like, you're over here. One of them like, did a way they less beast like that in these walls. And several others are laughing. Uh, and one of them's like, you know, nudging another one or whatever. But it was a show. Yeah. Uh, and these are people who know what they're looking at, and holy shit, there are uh, there's reason for interest here. So, what is next? Do we move on to sparring now? Well, I'm going to say that really loudly, by the way. Well, as it happens, you notice like one of the ones who had nudged another. Matheson Awkward's got uh, <clears throat> a standing rain over the quarterstaff. 
battles that uh, he keeps rubbing in our faces. And the captain, one of the Iron Guard captains who escorted you here, not the same one who let you in the gate who was a dick. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one is a little more amiable. It's like, yes, uh, it is a tradition our men have, but not one (laughs) they've engaged with anyone outside of the guard. No one's been near competent enough. How much of that is that weapon that you wield, and how much of it is you? My kind of training in most weapons, but I am most proficient in this one. I see. I'm going to put it this way. You're registered, but good God, that's fun to watch. <laughs> and uh, Matheson needs to be put in his place. And there are a few of them like, like, you know, nudge him or like one of them like punches him in the back. And you notice who Matheson is. He's big. He's actually bigger than you. Like for a, a Graydon, mm-hmm. seven foot, like think the mountain, he's yeah, fucking huge. Real big. So he's like, and he's, a, he's an iron guard. So he's like really, like, I wouldn't say he's ranked. He's probably too rough and boisterous to rise up the ranks. He's not got enough in, of the politics. Yeah. Um, and they're sort of shoving him and he sort of like steps forward. It's like, all right, then. I can take a failing coal or coldish or whatever they call you cunts. And he like <laughs> tightens his Ooh. gloves. I lean in to... Um a guard nearby me and I pull out a coin and I go one coin on Matherson <laughs> he looks doubtful it's like you're betting against your man and he meant to protect you right but he fights with a bardiche and you're in a quarter staff battle deal I just, I want. He just wants to see yeah. if your guy wins. So I was like, it's a coin, you know. Um, Does quarter staff fall into medium or large? Or oh, reach? I'm gonna say large. Okay. You're trained in reach, right? I'm trained in both. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, okay, so flying from the side, like like it's almost thrown at him, and he just grabs it, like before it hits his face and he's like thumps it on the ground he's like all right skinny <clears throat> and he he throws it at you and yeah. grabs another one i likewise catch it with similar disinterest i haven't been bested in three years <clears throat> it has been some time since i've had a good sparring match i hope i am not rusty <laughs> likewise and that <laughs> By this stage, he's like, you know what, though? Uh, I'd say at this stage, it's something of an event. He, he, turn, <laughs> he turns across uh, to the, the captain and says, come on, let's take this out of this drab hole. We can go, we can put on a bit more of a show than this. It's been a while since we've had a good spa. And uh, the captain looks like awkward and is like, you know, looking down, it's it's uh, later in the afternoon at this mm-hmm. point. He's like, look, it, it, most of the training is done early, so things are sort of wrapping up and people probably would be heading to the tavern in a few hours or whatever. It's like, I suppose just this once we can finish a touch early. It's not often we see such a display. At least make it a good show then. Mm-hmm. And he slaps you on the shoulder and uh, leads the way. 
heads out to a, a more open training field where there are a number of people sort of wrapping up and they're different. Uh, yeah. squads and training and whatnot. A few people stretching and a, a few people sort of start some look late afternoon sort of marches or repairs on a large machinery. But the point is there's a couple of hundred people spread out over a large area and uh, he leads you to the centre of a bit of a field where it's like a bit of a running track and a few different like, you know, weights and things that people throw around and whatnot. Question. Yep. So while this massive distraction is going on yep. <laughs> uh, in this fortress... I would like to have been watching very carefully the non-guard peak because it's a fort, so there's going to be people that aren't in full armor and guard plate, like people who do the tacking on the yeah, horses yeah, and all that stuff. Like... And I would like to basically then slip in to look, even you know, grab a rough thing that's laying around, throw it over myself, slip into looking like I'm just working and I'm one of the workers in this big fortress. Okay, and make an infiltration check. Challenge level four. That is one success. Yeah, that was very bad. It's my rolls, baby. Where are you going then? Says one of the average, like, iron guards. It's like, you don't want to miss the show for your own mountain, do you? Oh, right, of course. That's the stables. I immediately, being marked, just go and do what I was going to go watch them. <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah, I'm not familiar with this place. I thought we were all heading off over there. No, we were. It's clear where we're all. Anyway. Oh, sorry, I'm Barrow and I'm stupid. <laughs> he uh, he looks like, you know, he nods like, yeah, you know, he believes it. Lean into their biases. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to duck away from here at this point and we're going to be uh, joining Catalina and her mother. She um, doesn't take make much conversation until she reaches the hall. So she sort of takes you through a few little checkpoints and there's a little registration door and whatnot and uh, eventually you're travelling down hallways and... Um, there are distant sounds through the thick walls and stained glass of the outside. You notice this building is very old. It's a very um, large keep, multi-layered, and you're heading towards the inner areas of it and starting to head up. And you hear the echoes of the footsteps as you walk through the building of this very old keep. Whereupon, when it's clear the they're, they're sort of the, the points that meet along the early part of the journey are met, there's a bit of a walk ahead of you and uh, you head upstairs mm-hmm. and as she's walking, she talks and says, how have you been, Catalina? It's been some time. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's very echoey in here. <laughs> Fine, I guess. Just, you know, work keeps me busy, travelling, made some friends. And how, how has that gone for you, the art trading? You sense uh, a, a slight patronising. It's like, how's the, and how's the art trade, <laughs> you know? Do you have a real job yet is the undertone, really? Uh, it's fine, I guess. Good. Um, well, things here have been extremely busy. I'm sure you can hear the excitement outside is ever <clears throat> efficient. Mm. You keep yourself in very strict company. Well, I'm not new to rules. Or expectations, but I deliver well where it's needed. Your friends, where did you meet them? Various places, I suppose. I trust your judgment to know enough to know that uh, if you trust them with your safety, then 
they would be good company for your protection. But these are interesting times when it comes to biases. I'm trying to quell my own these days, but I imagine you've run into a few interesting reactions to such company. Do you travel quietly or avoiding notice? Well, as quietly as we can. I mean, you're right, we do stick out like a sore thumb, but I don't know. It's good having a bodyguard around. Eventually, <clears throat> you reach the door to her office chambers and whatnot. There's a meeting that has been wrapping up there. They seem to be, there's a couple of um, foreigners in there, um, even a Phelan gentleman. Uh, they, they seem to be from a different places sort of discussing trade there's a map on the table and some little you know things being moved around on the table and just discussing what not and packing up and closing on meeting time um mm-hmm. to make room for this meeting with flora where yeah. after five minutes of just some amiable chit chat and heading off their way eventually you have the room to yourself Whereupon your mother just sort of sighs with relief and says, oh, it's good to speak in the Phoenician tongue again. And now I'm going to get you to roll to make a uh, your check that you read undertones with. Now, there are some guards in the room. Yep. There okay. are two Great. iron guards. But they look like they've been standing there all day. And as you open the door, and you can actually hear some weird, like, cheering out the window... Um, and their eyes sort of perk up like they look like they might be missing something interesting and they're sort of annoyed that they're on this rotation. Mm-hmm. But I'll get you to make your role for your, uh, you know, inference of t- tone and communication. Okay, so trade barter. Mm-hmm. Three, three. Yeah, I'm going to say you adeptly uh, can understand and communicate all of the subtleties that you want to. So we can just talk openly, Great. play to player, uh, and trust that it's in the Phoenician tongue and the guards won't have you know, mm-hmm. any idea. I think really also it's going to be about like you, you might say something that's devastating or concerning, but you'll convey it in a way that doesn't look like you're discussing something too terrifying sure. <laughs> or, you know, too too controversial. Great, terrifying. great. Um, cool, so... She sort of seems relieved and she's talking in a really fairly casual, like catching up and starting to discuss business tone, um, but you're reading into it like she's meaning it. Mm-hmm. I have great, great concerns about where things are heading. I've been in the surface of this King of Flames for a few weeks now. I have decided earlier on that I might make it difficult for him. There's only so much of that I can do and look competent in my job and retain my position. So I'm in a difficult place, and with this business starting, I've caught wind of some things that concern me greatly and concern me about your safety. The king has been preparing all resources for a declaration of war against Felmore, and this is going to happen any moment now. I believe, well, it was ten days from when I messaged you, and I must be under a week now from at this point, that there will be a conscription along with the declaration of war. A war of flames, as they're already dubbing it 
behind closed doors. And it terrifies me, darling. Now, what? sorry, go. Why Fillmore? You don't even need to ask to know they're wealthy as fuck. They they got okay. like is it like um, they're the biggest challenge to great in power. Um, there's a bit of a vengeance spot there because decades ago there was like the beginning of a battle thing and they got and Graydon got decimated very quickly by the Coldish. Oh yeah, yeah. There was yeah. the quick war, so it was sort of like back with the tail between their legs, and they've been ashamed ever since. Like there's there's this. You know, sure. yep, thing they need to deal with. They want to get back at them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also it's about um, like th- th- this is something you would know. Yep, like, yep. so I'm just sort of telling you out of character. It's because there's like a city of gold mm-hmm. and wealth and resources, uh, and they're pissed. Yep, yep and yep. and it's also the greatest threat to their power and control. Yep. So cool. Um, I'll let it continue then. Now, Phoenicia naturally will declare neutrality in this war and withdraw, meaning, of course, with a conscription, the Nissian hand and help that is not in aid of maintaining a neutral stance with the Nissia will be withdrawn to our homeland. This, of course, means you and many of the helpers that. Gradens have become accustomed to, which will be interesting to see how they pivot. I believe there may be a conscription not only of military power, but of military assistance. Suffice it to say, my role as the head of goods and trade has been to move pieces into place so that dominoes may fall. This is very difficult to do in such a way that they won't fall efficiently, because I clearly do not want them to, but I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place, and I'm also concerned for your safety. But all this stuff with magic going on, I'm fearful. I fear for the future, for us, and for the people of Falmore. And frankly, the people of Greydale. I don't think they know what they're getting into. They failed before at this and if they fail in such a big way, this power this king is claiming is going to his head. He's roaming the walls of Iron Spire, going crazy and shouting and using his power and bursting flames here and there. It's all about fear and control. Do you know how many have joined his cause? I believe over a hundred who have proven powers who are at the king's command, some of which who claim to have had it beforehand, but I would say a dozen from every region, every province. If there's anything that Gradens do, it's efficiency in finding, especially when it comes to resources. So, in the last week, they've pulled every string they have get the power that they can gather. There's a lot more to be gathered, as far as I can understand. In fact, she takes a deep breath. All of this is conversed in, like, an outwardly more casual way, but the tone in which we're communicating is the true tone. Yeah, yeah. I've been been contacted by a group who call themselves the Children of Amar. (laughs) You have too. 
Yes, yes, I have. I see. From what I can gather, they are trying to disperse these dominoes as much as I am. The hundred that the king has to his call, I believe there's two for every one that the king has that Thonisia has tucked away under its belt and off. In most cases, the young or the vulnerable are um, out of harm's way, but it's a challenge, most of which seem to be unknown to the king and his men, but some of which have been excused for Thonisian study, which he's been convinced of. Do you believe their cause? I don't know. I've been working with them since the great declaration of this King of Flames a week ago, simply because it's the most surefire way I can see to work against this goddamn king. And somebody's got to make that one fall. And it isn't me. Alrighty. Um... I say to her, this is a lot, but I have my own information I need to share with you. Oh? She looks genuinely surprised that you could (laughs) have something useful to offer. She's literally, like, telling you something to... You get the idea that she's being protective? This is the most mothery she can be, which is, like... uh, you might die or be in harm's way, so I'll at least tell you to go home. But that's yep. like, yep. that's the affection you, you know, that's as affectionate yep. as you've seen her be. Um, I want to read emotions on the guards. Okay. You can read the room if you want. I'll say challenge number yep. one. Yep. Sure, sure. Uh, two, six. Okay. Yeah, look, the guards are very disinterested. Cool. They've just been listening to politics all day and they've tuned it all out. It's all been in Great. different languages. So there's zero emotion other than complete and utter boredom and frustration. Um, okay. And your mum mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is tense, but like there's a lot of emotion there that she is so good at controlling. It's like these, the control you feel when you wrap around and manipulate someone's emotion. It's like she has that intensely of her own will. She's wrapped around this insane stress and fear and hate and even love is just bound in a wheel of steel. Okay. I flick my eyes over to the guard Mm -hmm. and hope that she realizes that I'm kind of signaling to like look at them or pay attention to them. I'm going to shift their emotion. Um, I am going to try and shift their emotion to become kind of angry at each other. Like, all right. Like they don't, want, okay. they don't like they're going to maybe start a fight. But not with each other. Yeah. Like they're kind of like, I want them to be frustrated at the fact that they're and kind of start causing a bit of a scene, maybe start talking to each other. Okay. All right, I'm going to say challenge level two twice. Once yep, to sure. shift and once to amplify. Okay. Oh, no, second time to amplify. Cool. Challenge level two. Okay, so you lose one mana. Yep. But you adequately grab their board state and move it. You push it to a state of frustration mm-hmm. and then anger. But cool. it's sort of deep. It's not going anywhere, but you, you just sort of 
see them sort of like fidgeting and then they glance at each other mm-hmm. like annoyed yep. at each other's gaze. Yeah, so I definitely want to amplify that, that they start becoming So you've got two dice, yep. challenge level two. Oh, what is this? Smashed it. Yes. Now, you know enough to maintain your cover by keeping conversation flowing with your mother. Mm-hmm. So you're just sort of generally keeping it moving and subtle and probably even leaning into being boring. Yeah. Uh, what do you talk about well, as your the cover? The weather in Tunisia must be beautiful She this notices, time like, you completely switch to something else, but you've gotten her attention... I'm going to give her a perception check. Challenge of the three. She, she smashes it. So she, she knows exactly where you're directing her attention. Mm-hmm. And she is keenly, like, watching the reflection in one of the steel, like, thingies on the wall mm-hmm. and seeing their, like, mm-hmm. their movement until eventually... It, it seems like they've sort of... They've been, you know, a few feet apart. Eventually they're over, like, near each other and they start shoving each other. Mm. And they slowly and then all of a sudden completely lose control and are not aware at all. Like, they have no... Like, you know when you get so enraged that there's no reason that you just start lash out or you shout things you regret? Very sudden. Like, it's like this builds up and then they're like, they nudge each other and they're just like... One of them makes a remark that seems to cut to the core of something he knew about this other person or like, maybe they did have a grudge or I don't know, but they seem really adept at firing each other up, bam, 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 bam. Like it's escalating like super quick. And all of a sudden they are fist fighting. Like weapons drop, they're just punching, smashing into each other. Uh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) There was a destiny roll of three. Uh, And eventually one of them slams the other against the wall and actually shatters an interior like glass cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And they're both, like, quite shocked, but they're still, like, holding, like, such anger. Mm-hmm. And the mother... And your mother says, Men, take your filthy fight outside! Yeah, as soon as she commands them, I just drop what I've done. Just completely. Just drop it. You let it go? Let it go. I'm going to say that's another challengeable okay. two. Challengeable two? Okay. Yep. Okay, you loot, you burn another mana. Unless you spend a destiny point. No, I've only got one left. No, it's not worth it. Yeah. But you de-escalate as quickly as you escalated. Yep. And they look, like, confused and angry and like, we can't leave it, so we're on guard. Great job you're doing guarding me, you lummoxes. What is going on? Well, he just said that... And they start bickering and she's like, silence! Clearly we can't discuss our politics in privacy without you graden beasts having at it. Step outside the doors. And they, like, look ashamed. And they know they're breaking the rules. They're breaking their watch. But they also know they way worse broke the rules by just having a massive <laughs> fucking fist fight and a political discussion. Yep. So they walk out with their tails between their legs, just like, and they're shoving each other all the way, but also not quite seeming to know why they are. Yeah, yeah. And she looks at you wide-eyed as the door sh- shuts. And she said, she says, you did that, didn't you? I don't say anything. That is interesting. Turns out you're more skillful than I could have imagined. And I... you've met these people. Did they teach you? 
I want to read her emotions again. Go for it. Challenge number one, you have one dice. <laughs> right. I will spend you the burn. destiny. Spend oh, you, the spe- destiny. you spend yep. the destiny. Okay. Yep. Okay, so you keep your one mana mm-hmm. and you read in full clarity awe and pride and fear. There's, okay. there's almost a devastation to that you're connected in this, that you're, that she hoped to save you from something that was about to happening, uh, ha- about to happen, and this realization that because you're already intertwined in this, there may be no saving you from it. Okay. And as as a mother, maybe that's the one of the things she took pride in was saving you from at least conflict. Maybe she didn't trust your competence and maybe she used it like that as the reason, but mm-hmm. it was her protectiveness. So mm-hmm. you, you sort of feel that. There is a tenderness there, but it's okay. also surrounded by shock and awe. And, but she, you looking at her face and it's just sort of tight. As she okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't sense any deceit from her, right? Or do I need to roll for that separately? No, no, your mother doesn't lie to you. Yeah, it's um, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. Let's just say that. And your friends, do they know of this? Yeah, they do. But that's not all. Did you know that Dad is still alive? Her face is frozen. Uh, can you repeat that, Catalina? <laughs> you heard me perfectly well. You still have a firm hold on her emotions mm-hmm. and you feel the iron vice-like wall around her heart crumble as tears fill up in her eyes and she's holding her composure she hasn't moved a muscle Mm -hmm. but she's not holding it together inside Mm -hmm. you can't be you don't know how do you know (laughs) you couldn't know well I mean I wasn't sure if there was a heart underneath all that political righteousness but it seems there is anyway no I've been told he is in fact I don't know if you ever met a man named Pemble or a man named Edgar she's shaking her head I'm just probably going to look up my notes because I can tell you exactly where he is if I it's in my old notes I can tell you now. Ray- Raiden? Yeah. Or? Uh, it'll be... Not going to name drop Risden. the man who's blackmailing you. Risden. Huh? Not going to mention the man who's blackmailing you. Oh, th- there's a lot to get through. Okay. <laughs> um, I have been told he's being transported from Stockton and currently through Risden. How do you know this? It's just information that was passed to me by... What a do you know? How, how long... How? Where has he been? What? Who has? He would have found us. He would have told. He would have 
sent a message or something. I'm sure if he was capable, he would have done something. I haven't been able to look into this. There's, there's more. She's starting to, like, breathe deeply and, like, she's struggling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, like, she's turning slightly and she signals for you to continue talking and, but she's just starting to, like, slowly hyperventilate a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise. I understand that this is... No, no, go, go on. Uh, tell me uh, whatever you know. Keep going. Do you know a man by the name of Ainsley? I'll destiny roll this one. Mm. Yes, uh, only by virtue of the fact that he's a very strong trader in Geldervale. Well, he is a person who possesses these abilities, the magic abilities. He is strong and powerful, and he is blackmailing me and my friends. Shit. He is the one who told me Dad is alive, and he would kill him. Strange in my line of work. Some of the most powerful people I've met are people in trade connections. Not political ones. She laughs and rolls her eyes, mentioning the king and the people she works with. Oh, God. What, 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 what can we do? This is why I've come to you. I... Oh, she's... She does not look... She's, like, the least capable you've ever seen her be. This is... And you, you like, you know, you spent a destiny pointer to get that last I feel really bad. I'd calm her emotions if I could, but I'm so, like, I don't want to waste that. Yeah, no, she's, um, she's really good at holding her emotions together. You know this about your mum. She's faced some real shit. And you actually remember getting the news of when dad dies. Mm -hmm. uh, And this is the... This is a little worse than that. But that was the most you'd seen her be emotional. But it seems like she's been building up and bottling up a lot since then. I just... For the first time in my life, I feel so and utterly, completely helpless. Well, maybe not the first time, but... Anyway. I come to you to tell you this because it's something that could not be said over a letter. No, no, of course not. We need to find Dad, ensure his safety. My friend has a mother in the Barrows. Her life is threatened as well. I'm already stretched so thin. I, I, but if truly my dearest is alive, I would do anything to see him again, she says, like... Her voice cracking as she says it. There is just one last thing that I need to know. But you won't have this information. I need to know, is Ainsley and the King of Flames, are they aligned? I don't have that information. It's something that we need to find out. If there's anything I have learnt, though, in my line of work... It is that those that have power seek more power in spite of or against those others that have power. It's this whole reason for this war against Felmore. People don't want to work together. They want to have and have the have-nots to have not. 
They want to reign above others. It's why I admire that you travel with a barrow and an avalanco. I... She hesitates, but it seems like you've broken down walls that have never been broken down like this before. I've always admired that about you. She sort of says this begrudgingly. Like, like it's really, she almost feels like it's a shame that she's saying it. Like, it's against her principles. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's too soft. Yeah. You know, it's too It's, it's an emotion you wouldn't fluffy. show. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. you would care about the vulnerable or slaves or the, you know, those that don't present well mm. or aren't from leadership kin or whatever it is. Mm. But she acknowledges for the first time that you can remember a respect for that the softness in you, mm-hmm. which she seems to sort of quickly brush aside. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know what I can do except. Um, how long do we have? Five days. Uh, and your companions, they're privy to all of this. Yes. Well, then they should be a part of the discussion. I am afraid my time is quite strictly controlled. This hasn't taken the entire hour, so if we can gather them sooner rather than later, we should be able to meet and talk freely. If I can arrange that, we should have just under an hour to talk openly. Well, she stands up. Mm. An hour it is. And for the first time, because there's no one else in the room, I'm going to approach her and I'm going to give her a hug. But, like, it's one of those, like, Kylie has never really hugged her mum before. Like, it's not something that she's really used to. So she kind of awkwardly, like, just, like, really tightly embraces her. And then just sort of lets her go so really quickly. At the Give moment you hold her, the last lingering composure, the last dregs of the wall that she held the floodgates in, holding her, the emotion that held her at the brink of herself just falls away and she just falls into your arms and just sobs into your chest. She's never, ever done this before. But it seems like you got that out of her and you didn't even use magic. <laughs> you just you read her and you changed her world like mm. that in so many ways. And so we'll see where that conversation takes us. And where the fight goes, we've got a brawl to come back to. So we'll pick up where we left off in the next chapter. <laughs> I'm so ways. sorry. Hey, it's good build up. Ugh. Next chapter, good lord. This is, that'll be fun. Two big ones. <laughs> Open up with a fight and then a big ass meeting. Well, it'll be have a fight while a meeting's going on. Well, you guys will, yeah. Well, they would have your fight will, exactly. So your part. brawl will have been like during their first conversation. So they'll have to grab you like at the. <laughs> The, the problem is we're not going to let Brick into the meeting. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We can't. We'll see what happens. We can't conspire. <laughs> we literally can't conspire against Ainsley while he's in the room. Okay, we'll we can't do it. Let's see what happens. You, can, a, you can probably a fucking explosion tell. policy. And it's 
really annoying. We can conspire with our, our patrons. How can we break this damn non-collusion pact with, with Brick? Uh, the patron drop is like so surprising and sudden and super fast these days. We really need to tweak this. It's like ready? an extreme consent. Ready, like, go, ready? Three, two, one. Bam. No, you no. guys were premature. It's actually. <laughs> ah, there we go. I was close. <laughs> hey, Dark Fox. Oh, this patron drop is sponsored by Justice Prada Series. The supplies are limited. Get a suit. No, they're out of stock. Sorry, that we sold out. Feather X7018. Yellow Hedris. Trickle Duck. Inferno Shadows. Thank you. Tickle Duck. I said Trickle Duck. That bloody trickle duck. I need to take uh, deep, deep breaths after that one. Yeah. So we're also having a couple of weeks off as yes. well. Yes. What? YouTube. Who but sanctioned that? We are going to release our reboot beach episode. Do we, oh, we do have a beach episode to release as a New Year celebration, a summer bash for Woo! those who live in Australia at least. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's so much com- fun. It's coming in. Good little flashback summer, to our previous so. campaign. Yeah. And honestly, even if you didn't watch the previous campaign, it's a good introduction to the characters-ish. <laughs> Maybe not. It's not a canon. <laughs> it's not canon. No. You just watch it. It's all good. It's It'd great. be fun. Uh, um, it was a great time, so that'll yeah. be really fun to release. And then we'll be back... Uh, in the new year. In, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Last stream of the year. Yeah. Good Lord. So, not next Tuesday, nor the Tuesday after, but the Tuesday after. We'll be back for Einstein's. Cool. Thanks. Is there the a date? The, not the, the 11th. 18th. I hate it. 18th. 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 Back on the 18th. Yep. Oh, everyone's, how's everyone feel about after that one? Let's run a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I have so many things in my mind about how much I want to destroy that guard and I'm like should I take it humble or should I just like try and mess him up you're getting the vibe that's like they're boisterous so you could probably fuck around a bit and then probably you get in their respect if you're tough enough like, it'll be fun I can't no, wait to that'll be really I'd, fun I'd love to just completely humiliate the guy and drop him on the first round of combat yeah <laughs> let's see how it goes I'm gonna build up some character sheets uh, awesome. <laughs> alright thanks for watching guys we'll see you after the break Bye, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.